0: from the Adara Spa to X formulation skincare to Airbnb hosting to being a working mom. It's time to talk skin and business with Julie Grosso. Welcome back to Skin and Biz Talk. You ready? I am ready.
1: <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Skin Biz Podcast. I am your host Julie Grosso and I officially have a new co-host. I'm very excited about it aisha
0: welcome to the podcast yay i'm so excited to be here
1: this is my first time doing it virtually i mean whatever however we normally do it slash with the camera on so now i'm like really struggling (laughs) doing both because i'm used to just talking into the phone and that's it so bear with us guys but we're really excited we have a good podcast for you uh, we're gonna start with just like a little recap because the last one that I posted was of uh, Aisha's first podcast, well not first, but the last podcast that she worked with us. So I want to give a little clarification as now. Well. So I posted that, and at that time she still owned her own business in Houston. And fast forward, she is already in DC. And so, um, I want her to go through her story. We're going to kind of touch on what this last couple weeks has been like for us. Um, but we have great... After Essie Bessie, we have a fun Q&A with both of us. And coming up. So, let's just start from scratch because you are now not Ebony because the last podcast everyone listened to, I kept saying Ebony. So... Yes. Please at least start there and then, you know, kind of just talk about this last weekend, these last few weeks, what it's been like moving from Houston here. But let's give everyone a recap because the last one we did, you remember, and you listened to it, right?
0: Yes, I did listen to it. It, <laughs> it was, it was a great, it was so great that I got to listen to it and like, because that was several months ago. So just hearing it again and how things have changed, it was it was emotional and funny at the same time. <laughs> yeah,
1: I bet. What was emotional about listening to yourself? Because okay, to give verification too, I totally effed up bad, and I thought that it had posted. I like part of me kind of knew there was drama because at the time I had done like ten interviews, and as I was doing that, like next round of interviews. Um, Spotify changed their app and how you record with other people, and I only done it a certain way. So it really threw me off. The editing was just different, and I thought that I had posted, it and I did it. So that means she listened to herself like months later when she had been at the time like promoting prosell. She had like a special and a pro. She owned her own business. she was in Houston. So what was emotional? Because you didn't even get to hear it right away? Uh, after we originally did it, which was a long time ago, I think it was like right before the baby. Um, so nine months ago, because she's about that age. What was emotional about it? What did it feel like listening to that later?
0: Well, it was emotional just thinking about how much has changed in that short amount of time. I mean, it's been less than a year, and just you know, going from you know being a business, a small business owner talking about new services that I was promoting to being here and, Mm -hmm. you know, closing my business and starting fresh. um, It's just like you never want to get comfortable or stagnant. So that was really um, kind of eye-opening for me because it's really like a... um, a record of how I was, what I was doing and how I was feeling in that moment. And I think we briefly touched about, you know, struggles and going through, um, personal struggles and my divorce and all that. I didn't even remember talking about that, but just listening to it, it was like, wow. like, And so just, um, the whole, you know, things, things that are, um, happening right now, it's just like, that's incredible that, All of this has transpired in that time. And so, yes, the name change, I know, is weird for some people. Uh, (laughs) My name is Ebony Aisha Ellis. So it's not that I'm picking up a whole different name. That's always been my name. But I always went by Ebony. And I actually wanted to go by Aisha when I was in middle school, and high school. But I lived in a town where everybody knew me. And so nobody would ever call me. By my middle name, they yeah. kept calling me Ebony because they knew me like that since I was in elementary. So, so funny. Now huh? that I'm in a new city, I have a new start. New city, <laughs> new me, new name. What's up? Yes, new names. I felt like it was the perfect time to, yes. you know, adopt my middle name. So, hundred percent.
1: And um, you almost fell back into it because Jessica texted me. So I've obviously only known you as Ebony. I right. always slip up and I feel I'm trying really consciously to like not do it. So I definitely don't do it to clients. <laughs> I don't do it to other employees. Like I'm really good about that, but mm-hmm. I like messed up when talking to Taylor or something. Um, Cause I'm so used to the last two years talking about you, at least in my home like that. So I'm like mm-hmm. consciously trying to remember not to do that. But it's funny because you almost fell back into that same thing because you're such a people yeah. pleaser and Jessica messaged me and for those that don't know Jessica is um, our manager at Adara she works with XF2 she's a, an account manager there so she and she's been with me for 4 years she's amazing and she and she texts me she's like she she did you know she wants to go by Aisha or something like that and i was like wait what and i i didn't look and, and it's like it's always the joke that like i think employers really know this really well too like Nobody goes by whatever, like their driver's license always shows you something else. You're always like, wait, what? Because um, you'll know somebody by whatever they said, this is my name. And then their yeah. driver's license is totally different. Like almost every one of our employees has a different actual first name versus what they go by. And, right. um, or vice versa in this case, whatever. Right. <laughs> and then um, she messaged, messaged me and she's like, that's what she wants to be called. I was like, well, shoot. And you said, well, you know, whatever, I'll respond to whatever. And I was like, <laughs> no. And just like, no, like, we're only calling you what you want. Like, this is the time you're in a new city. It's like, I can retrain my brain. Uh, it's really not that hard. It's not like, okay, your mom, like, it's not going to happen. Right. Your friends right. that you've known forever, your old clients probably not going to happen, but right. forward for the rest of time or whatever you decide like that's what you should do but you're a people pleaser so you almost (laughs) didn't get what you
0: wanted because you're like well you know I know, I know. And I've I d don't—I probably would have never said anything to Jessica if she hadn't asked me what I wanted to be called. Yes. And so I'd never s i would never i probably would have still been like, you can call me Eb or Ebony or whatever. So
1: it's a good thing she was, asked. This is exactly why she has the job she has, because I didn't even <laughs> see that. I had no idea. I was like, what are you talking about? Like I know her name. <laughs> obviously i don't um this is exactly why she does what she does because she's really good at paying it like because that's super important um you should be called what you want to be called so anyways um that's really funny because it is funny because your clients and also your friends on instagram like we've all known you as evie's beauty spot so when you change your name too like obviously you still see this person's feed and you know what they look like but it does like take you a second you're like wait a minute
0: yeah, one of my clients actually messaged me and she said, Girl, I thought your page got hacked. It was Aisha. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, You're like, you like the new name.
1: You're in a new city. Like, for sure, yeah. someone is like impersonating
0: you. What,
1: what is it called when you're getting like, when you're online and you're getting catfished?
0: <laughs> oh, catfish, yes. So she was like, I thought you got hacked.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. Um that's really funny. Well, I think it was a great podcast too. Um so what what's it been like for you now? So you've obviously been now in DC for like a minute since what for how many weeks? Two
0: weeks? How many weeks? Three weeks. Yeah, it's been two, yeah, it's two, been two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. two and a half weeks. Tell everyone what you've been doing on your days off and tell everyone how like you know, it's been working there and what you just like what your daily life is like. Cause obviously, you know the same in so many ways, but obviously still so different because you're in a different place, right? But uh, obviously what you're doing is literally the same, but you have different clients, you're in a different city. So let everyone know what that's been like.
0: It has been, it has really been awesome. I think that it has exceeded my expectations. I briefly kind of compare it with moving to Houston, which I did 13 years ago, also on my own, but I knew people. So it wasn't, like it is now. Now I don't really know anyone other than you and the people at Adara. So, um, but you and the team has made it so seamless. It is just, um, I'm so like grateful. Oh, thank you. A move across the country could be very stressful <laughs> and it yes. was like in my head it was more stressful in my head than it actually was in reality yeah so I'm um, sure well
1: it is to the average human I'm not normal normal people don't move as much as I move move across the country multiple times but I'm like I remember and I've been through this many times like I want to make sure certain things are are as seamless as possible because you can't control the fact that you're still emotional about leaving your business and your clients. And like, you know, so I can't take away too much, but I've done it. So like, let me try my best to make it less intense if possible, because you it's still emotional regardless. Um, and so that makes me happy because that was definitely the goal was to, to make it as comfortable as possible. And it is such a cool city And there's so many cool things to see. And I always want that for people. I'm like, it's such a cool place. Like you, you've got to check it out. It's just a whole different world.
0: And even before I decided to move, I came here, Mm -hmm. um, At the end of August, a lot of people don't even know that because I didn't really tell my clients, Um, but I came at the end of August to check it out. I love the vibe. Like when I was here, I literally like said to myself, I could see myself living here. And so that was kind of really what I was so glad that I did that and just blindly but um, or not accept the uh, opportunity just because I was scared. So, so glad I did that. Um, I got to do some museums when I was here in August. Um, <laughs> they are, I don't know, I can't even describe it. It's just, it's a I, lot. I, I, that's something I definitely, it's on my list to do like at least a couple times a month because I didn't even get through.
1: You can't. You, can through yeah, you can't get through one.
0: Yeah, in one day.
1: <laughs> you can't even get through one. The African American Museum is huge, it's literally yeah. ginormous, but they all are just. So much like mm-hmm. you can't that's always the takeaway people are like how can I like what should I see like I want to see everything when I'm here I'm like that'll never happen you'll yeah. never happen unless you live here and even when you live here you still haven't seen them all because there's so damn many of them mm-hmm. and they're so big <laughs> and there's so much to see it's just a wealth of information like so much information yeah. and so powerful and so intense and just so much to see so much cool history mm-hmm. um and most of them are free, which is cool. And you went to which, which one last cool. which museum did you go to last night?
0: So I went to Art Tech, Art Tech House last night, um, per year suggestion. Yeah. It was so cool. Um, and it's I love that the, the nightlife here is good. You can still it's do cultural good. like things at nighttime, which oh, is yes, awesome. you can. Yes.
1: We don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we don't sleep. It's so fun. It's like this it's definitely like they always say like single persons meaning like no kids like dream, like it's just like the dream because there's so much stuff to do. I mean, it's just like any other big city, right? But there's just a lot to do. And the museum part is cool because it's free. And there's like, you can see museums at night, you can see them in the day. And there's a lot of free stuff, which makes up for the fact that there's a lot of restaurants so you eat out a lot.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. In that respect is very similar to Houston because we love to to eat in Houston. And Mm -hmm. you can find any type of food, and so I'm loving that DC is very similar. The vibe is is nice. The people are very friendly here. I've met all lovely people. Um, yeah, it's just it's awesome. That's so good. far. I'm very pleased.
1: Good. That makes me happy. Well, I'm glad that it was easy, and I'm glad you're liking it. Um, we are quite happy ourselves. I feel like this is the happiest. I've been in a very long time. (laughs) I feel like this year for both of us, we've discussed this before when we did the live. And I think it's important for other people to hear this because obviously there's a lot of small business owners who listen to the podcast. And I feel like I get the question a lot. And I'm sure you've got this from when you were teaching too, like people asking you, like, how do you do it all? Um, And I don't think there's ever an answer. I'm like, I don't think I do it well at all. I think I'm just, you know, trying my best. I think the only way you survive a small business and just working and being successful as a woman, the only way you do that is if you just don't ever give up and you just keep doing things and, and keep bettering yourself and never giving up. Um, and I feel like both of us have gone through a lot in the last year or so. Mm-hmm. And I feel um, that 2024 gives me a lot of um, hope that it's going to be a really good year for all of us because we have a really solid team of really talented people. Um, And I feel like it's our year. And I think you were a huge missing link. Um, And I'm so grateful you responded when I put something out on Instagram saying like, Hey, I'm looking for estheticians, like question mark. I know most of you are small business owners, which is like kind of a lot. But you never yeah. know. You, you don't you don't know until you put you it out there. So I'm so glad you responded because I feel like we couldn't be more excited. And now me and Jessica have someone. I mean, Brittany watches it too, but she's also behind. So there's that. But we all <laughs> love Bravo so much. And now we have someone to share in our disgusting addiction. And it feels really good. I feel like we that we definitely so need an entire, I don't know about podcast, but an entire, like, definitely need a whole post dedicated to the work that me and you and Jessica put on earlier on Housewives attached to ingredients. Like, we did a really good job. Solid. I
0: was just going to say that. That needs to be publicized. It needs to be real. publicized.
1: I feel like <laughs> we did a great job. Jessica's, like, always antisocial, which is funny because she's always creeping, but she's never, like, doesn't post.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: um, I always took that role for everyone before because I'm like someone has to obviously, and I didn't obviously want to either, but somebody has to, um, yeah. which is why I'm so happy you're always like down for the cause because it <laughs> has to happen. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to post your work if I don't know what's <laughs> going on.
0: And
1: mm-hmm. uh, she <laughs> she needs to be a part of this because she came up with some quality ingredients. Oh to my god, she shines.
0: I will. Tell oh you. my gosh <laughs> mind-blowing I was like yes (laughs) this is everything this is everything but I I wanted to touch on something that you were just talking about like just our goals for like 2024 and I just want to put out there also me um closing my business and moving to another city is not me giving up I just want people to to know that because I know some people feel like once you work for yourself that's like the that's like the the top yeah You know, so I don't feel that way, but I felt like it was time for me to pivot. And I don't feel like this is me taking a step down or back or um, anything like that. I feel like it's a new opportunity um, to do something great. I did some incredible things um, and helped a lot of people in Houston, and I can still do that um, in another city. So I don't feel in any way that me closing my business was giving up. And so I just wanted to say that to other people that are listening to this. Yeah.
1: A hundred percent. You know, it's funny. I and you have talked about this, but um, when I first told my dad who owns a small business that I was for to go to DC and I was closing my small business, he lost it. He, I was 26 at the time or no, I wasn't. I was 23 at the time. And mm-hmm. I didn't live at home. I lived in a different city at the time. Anyways, I had my own business, lived in my own city by my own self, but he was pissed beyond belief because he owned his own business and knew that I had open mine, you know, a little over a year ago. And he's like, what are you doing? You're, mm-hmm. You own your own business. You're fully booked. Like, what are you thinking? Just lost mm-hmm. his marbles on me and was so pissed. Um, and that is like this imposter syndrome. I feel like that you and I, have have had before where it's like you trying mm-hmm. to like prove yourself to like nothing. Like I swear it's like for the better. Like I was really like this is for the better. I'm gonna I'm trying to get into management. I'm trying to get up. I'm trying to like because I'm trying to think right. bigger. And there are only so much you learn as a solo in my mind at that time because mm-hmm. of where I was at, not because of where anyone's at as a solo, but where I was and what I was doing, what I could afford. Like man, everyone now is just you're killing it these solos. And I really was like, I was busy, but I wouldn't say killing in regards to skin or anything, because I didn't have all these amazing devices. And it was a long time ago. And um, Mm. I was poor. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I felt that way too. Uh, Uh But that was my intention is DC is where people, everyone knows that DC is where you go to like, become successful because you're going there for a job like you know all of your clients it's like the same thing they all came there for a job for work uh, the economy does great there but it is that feeling this like imposter syndrome I feel like feeling that you get where you're like trying to prove yourself but I I support what you're saying and I also will like double down by being like the only way x formulations and adara can continuously be successful is when you have a team that's all on the same page and that's like insanely ta- talented and that is on the same page as whoever is like leading the force at the time you know so me and jessica and Brittany are on the same page about certain things and of course our nurses are super talented but in regards to the fact that x formulations and adara are two businesses that are kind of like connected um in some capacity on on at least like the internal side we needed like we're still, we need more. Um, and we have on, and we have Brenna who's also a big part um, of X formulations and Adara. And we need more of that. And especially an esthetician. So there's no way we could be successful without you either. So it's 100% like an equal thing. There is no business out there that goes from like nothing to trending. <clears throat> <laughs> dot 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 dot. Yeah. um without having a great team behind them right? Right. right that's why procell like why do you think procell's killing it right now because they've been grinding at shows since 2014 2013 mm-hmm. and he's had his little horizon crew with him since day one grinding and busting their butts and mm-hmm. had a great mission and had affordable pricing and amazing results. And it's that same thing. So it's the team. Like, you can't do it with just one person. You need this team of people with you. Like, it's we're all equal in this 100%. So we couldn't do this without you. So um, 2024. Check us in 2024, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <I> see you. <laughs> um. All right, let's move on, shall we? We have um, the weekly tips and you are in charge of acne this week and I am in charge of a marketing tip. Drum roll, please. What is your acne tip of the week?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, a lot of people may, may think this is corny, but I think it's so important because this is what I hear so much of from people with acne. Um, under my care. And my tip is to give yourself grace. Like- acne is a very frustrating, especially adult acne. There are so many triggers. And it may not be one trigger that you have, but I hear so many people talk down about themselves, their skin, their breakouts, why they're breaking out. And my tip is just to give yourself grace. Um, things happen, but um, it's not forever. So <laughs> no.
1: it's not forever. I like that because oh, I great. feel, um, what's really important to me in reg- I mean, a lot of us are acting specialists, right. But we're all a little different. And what's really important to me, what I get across is that I'm empathetic, that I let them know, like, it's not their fault. Like these are really important things is if you don't have a connection with your client like that, if you can't, not just be clinical and also have good bedside manner and also be empathetic and put yourself in their shoes and all these things. If you can't do that, you're not going to get them to listen to you because if they don't trust you, they're not going to listen to you because they've heard a million things about what's going to quote unquote cure their acne, um, in the past. So you really need to be there to have a connection with them and to have them trust you. And the only way they do that is when you're realistic to the fact that they might pick and they might fall off and they might cheat and they have cheese and dairy and <laughs> right. iodides and all those things. So we need to be understanding and empathetic. And I think that's key one one if you want to actually have a client be a true acne program, client, acne bootcamp, whatever you guys call it, you have to make sure they trust you. And that, what she just said right now is, is everything, you know, your clients have to feel comfortable in your space. And I think notoriously uh, clients in our industry, going to us in our industry, like doing facials, Mm -hmm. don't feel comfortable. We are not the most comfortable people, in case you guys haven't realized. I don't know if everyone has fully understood that, but they are not comfortable seeing us, Mm -hmm. especially when they don't have makeup and especially when they have acne. Right. I feel like when you get, like, into the weeds of taking clients, you kind of forget that. Sometimes it's so important to remember this is such a big deal for so many clients. It is. Raw, vulnerable, naked, honest, you know, all those things.
0: And for some people, it affects uh, everything in their life. So (laughs) it's very important to make them feel comfortable um, with you, you know, because they are in a very vulnerable state, position, all of that. So... That's my tip.
1: That was a very good tip. Slow clap. I don't want to be too loud on the mic. Um, really, I really appreciate it. That was a good one. Um, my marketing tip of the week. Um, I'm going to say it at nauseam until the end of the year. This is a big time for me. Like the last quarter, I'm just going to talk about it every day until literally at midnight. And then I'll talk about it again on Jan 1 a little bit. Um, it's the end of the year. Like it starts for me now. October, it's end of the year. I'm closing out 2023. I'm prepping for 2024. uh, You guys need to do that. If you don't do that, you're going to end up starting 2024, a hot ass mess. And we're not doing that anymore. We're going to start off organized. So whether you own your own business or whether or not you are working for someone else, it doesn't matter. You need to wrap up your professional goals now, wrap up your sales for the year now and prep yourself for 2024. Because if you want it to be a good year, you better have wrapped everything up and have a game plan that's clear as day for January, 2024, February, 2024, March, 2024, so on and so forth until the end of the year. It needs to be clear as day, what you're doing every month, what those goals look like, like where you're going to end each quarter, whatever, like all those details need to be wrapped up. Um, So you need to wrap it up uh, now and get it together because the end of the year is coming, two and a half months, we're done with 2023. So we need to start mentally figuring out what did we learn from 2023, um, cause I want to do better in 2024 and this is how it looks in regards to marketing. Um, and so that is my marketing tip of the week is to really prep yourself for 2024, have, um, a month by month plan, um, know what your goals are, start thinking about that now. And I also am working on, I talked to you about this earlier, Uh, With Ana, we are working on a digital plan um, for content beyond like our sales and marketing kit. I'm trying to also come up with a digital one that's more affordable. So stay tuned um, because I have a lot of ideas for 2024. Um, Aisha knows this. We have a lot of new stuff coming for X formulations in 2024. It's going to be a wild year. Um, Adara entirely changed their menu. So, you know, there's a lot of changes going on and I think it's really important for you all. To start focusing on that too every month. Have a plan of what you're going to do in 2024 so you hit those goals and you know what that looks like. Like, if your goal is like, I want to make X amount of money, like, okay, then you're going to need to tell yourself how you're going to do that. Like, what does that look like? Literally, you know, mm. yeah. So, that's my marketing tip. Thank you, yay, for myself.
0: <laughs> very good, very good.
1: All right, next section we have for today um, is ask your SD bestie. So ask your SD bestie. I'm gonna go first if you don't mind, yes. and I have some questions for you. And just so everybody knows, ask your SD bestie is new uh, thing that we're gonna do, and she does not know any of the questions I have prepared for her.
0: So I'm nervous. <laughs> this
1: could go good. This could go bad. We do not know. No, I'm just kidding. These are great questions. I feel like I did a great job, um, and. One of it, it was funny because you almost started to talk about something earlier, and I was like, "That's one of my questions." <laughs> <laughs> Pipe it. Wait a minute. <laughs> I so, raised your mind. You did. <laughs> we were on the same page. Okay, so are you ready for my questions? I feel like this is when the like, um, at uh, like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Song. I
0: know. <laughs> I know. I feel like we should have or, some music. Maybe we can do that for next time. Have watch some music. what
1: happens live. <laughs> that's right on par. Laura. Okay, I'll figure out how to edit that later and add that in. Actually, maybe I'll start to ask Anna to re- she used to edit the podcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring her back in. Because yep. <laughs> now we're getting into all the weeds here. So Anna, if you're listening, we're going to need you to do a sound bite of watch what happens live right here. What is the best treatment for acne scars and why in your professional opinion?
0: The best treatment for acne scars. Are we talking about a box I knew scar, you were going to say that. <laughs> okay. scars? Or are we talking about pigmentation? Uh, got I knew you were going to ask that.
1: And pockmarks, also discoloration, the two together. And this is, I'm so glad she asked that question because a lot of aestheticians all here want to like start working on acne and acne scars. You have to know the difference because Although there are a million devices we can buy and purchase and use in in chemical peels and all these different things, it doesn't mean that because they said it's good for five different skin concerns, it's good for five different skin concerns or whatever conditions. Um, Mm -hmm. Certain brands, certain companies, for certain devices, peels lean towards one more than the other, even though they say it's for lots of things. So my answer to your question is pockmarks (laughs) slash... (laughs) <laughs> Hyperpigmentation, a discoloration from the acne scar, at the same time, because there are people that have more just pock marks. Some people that just have more discoloration. Like she said, this one is the person that has equal amounts of both.
0: Um, both. And you said my favorite.
1: Your favorite. Your professional opinion. When someone's coming in and they have an equal amount of both, they're moderate scarring for pox, moderate for the discoloration in that area. What's your go to? You got a menu. You can give all these weapons. Which one do you would say micro channeling. I'm with you 100%. There's <laughs> no question. Um, we have everything at the spot, too. I mean, Aisha can laser, she can do perfect derma peel, face reality peels, derma, um, eh, uh, dermodality peels. Oh, these companies need to stop naming themselves. everything similar. Um, <laughs> soon an ex-formulation peel. Um, We all these different things, but microchanneling is always like superior with the question mark of the two together, especially pockmarks. Like I've seen lasers not as effective as microchanneling on them. So, I mean, I have all of them. I could promote any of them. Aisha can promote any of them, but one Mm -hmm. always leans more towards one or the other. And I agree. I think microchanneling is the answer when the Problem is moderate for both the POC and the discoloration. I completely agree. We are on the same page. Um, Not everyone has to agree with us on this, but you
0: should. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, We have have receipts. Just wait.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we've got proof. Okay, a lot (laughs) of proof. Hundreds and hundreds of proof. Um, People of proof. Okay. Second question: What is your professional goal for twenty twenty four?
0: Oh, my gosh, my professional goal. My professional goal is to help more people with their skin, which that's what I love to do, and to educate both clients and professional estheticians. I like that. That's a
1: good goal. Um, I think it's a wonderful goal. I am with you. I feel like clients are our inspiration to like everything too. Like I feel, I feel like if I didn't see clients ever or didn't get the satisfaction of even seeing my estheticians who send me pictures back of our product working, I just don't know what I would do without them. They are in so inspiring and they're our muse, I feel like for everything. So, and I can't wait for you to educate estheticians as well. <laughs>
0: Yay! I also want to be more well-rounded as just a person in general. I feel like uh, when I had Abby's beauty spot, I was I was very like thin. I was okay. great when it came to like my clients and retention and checking on them, but there were other things that kind of fell by the wayside. Um, what did mark- you
1: What did you not <laughs> do good at that you want to like correct in twenty twenty four?
0: um more behind the scenes type stuff so managing but yes my managing my time and my money yeah um (laughs) marketing yeah those kind of things those are like where
1: people people struggle the most i feel like in those two things or at least the people i work with because that's why i'm working with them um but i feel like it's hard it's hard to um that's honestly what I learned in DC. I felt the same way. I'm like, I'm really good at taking clients. I can make money. I can pre-book. I can do all these things. I'm a great bedside manner, blah, blah, blah. But like, I can't, I don't know really how to run it. Like in my mind, I was like, yeah, I know. I bought this stuff and whatever. But I felt like I didn't understand. I knew that I could learn a lot more when it came to management and education and all of that. Like I knew that there was so much more that I had to learn that I needed to work for you know, other places that I could have those positions in order to figure that out. I was like, there's no way, like, I could know when you're only working with yourself because you're like, who's the best employee when you're a solo? Me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love myself. I am great. Me. <laughs> employee of the month again. Exactly. third <laughs> month in a row.
0: <laughs> again.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I I totally agree. And I feel that way every, every year. I'm always like, oh, man, you could do better. Yeah. Um, so I'm with you on that one. What, um, I kind of asked this all right, but I just kind of asked you that. What did you learn in 2023 professionally? So you learned that that part you're not good at. What else did you learn in 2023? What was like one of the big takeaways from 2023 so far, obviously it's only October, but because your life was very different up until now. Uh, what did you learn in 2023?
0: Um, things don't always work out as you planned and that's okay. Okay. <laughs> it's okay it will be okay and i am generally like a go with the flow type person mm-hmm. but in some aspects of course when you have your own business you want you have like a plan You're like yeah. okay I'll do this 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 and yeah it doesn't always work out like that sometimes you make bad decisions sometimes you make bad business decisions bad yeah. personal decisions and they affect a lot of different things but it's gonna be okay
1: yeah it is gonna be okay. I sure. I um, I feel like I'm always learning. I always make always. that joke. Like I want. I kept saying for like a while. I was like, oh, I keep. I don't want to ever be the smartest in the room. And there would be like these. Not every room I was in, but there would be moments where this would happen. And I was like, this can't be right. Like I got I need to be learning. And now I feel like I'm always learning and never not learning. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired of learning. <laughs> AKA, I'm making mistakes all the time, but I'm always learning. Always. <laughs> always. <laughs> Okay. This one I thought would be fun. It might be a little like personal. It's up to you. Cause it's, you're going to decide this, but okay. um, I feel like the game, you guys know the game, two truths and a lie. I feel like it's a good way to like get to know people. They always, you know, people do that a lot when they're getting to know people. Um, I feel like this would be a good time for you to tell me what is your go to two truths and a lie and just tell us what the truths and like, well, let me guess first, I guess. And then you can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, But do a truth, two truths and a lie, because I think this will be a good way for people to get to know you.
0: Any subject?
1: Yeah, I mean, whatever. You you tell me two truths and a lie, and then I will try to guess it. And I don't know, I feel like it's a good way for people to get to know you. So you decide what it is. You don't have like a go-to, two truths and a lie. I feel like I've played this game so many times. No, I don't, okay. The truth
0: is, I've never played this game.
1: We always do team <laughs> bonding stuff, and I feel like it's come up so many times. And it's always,
0: like, on Housewives. I feel like it's, uh-huh. like, a
1: common, like, get to know each other. Well, now is your moment. You think of two <laughs> truths and a lie. And make them hard. And I'm going to try to guess.
0: Okay, two truths and a lie. Okay, um, I had... At one time, five animals, five pets. Okay. Um, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> um, I know how to shoot a gun. Okay. And I...
1: Mm, mm.
0: <laughs> this is not easy
1: i know it throws you off when you first play but then you play it too many times and you're like i got my go-to." and then I you start mind. coming out like kathy hilton with like bangers
0: <laughs> and i don't enjoy getting facials
1: <laughs> okay i think um i think i know uh what it is i think I mean, I will see because sometimes when people play the numbers game, you know, it really throws you off. Yeah. But I think the pet thing is right because we talked about how many pets you had, and there was like a minute where there was like a crap ton in your house. And I can't remember the exact number, but I remember it being like a lot. And then I could, I know you know how to shoot a gun, so I'm that's your truth. And I think the lies you don't like getting facials, but I could see you saying, like, I like don't like other people touching me but no I know you really liked the last facial you had Adara so no that is your lie you're a liar <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay you're right I didn't make it hard enough
1: no it was honestly I mean okay when you do this with like a crowd of people aka people saying I don't think they all knew but we happen to know each other pretty well now because we lived in each other's like space for a while so I think I just happen to know no, I, um, I, I love getting
0: to... facials. I don't get them very often. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, you need to give. Yeah, you need to get them more. That's the problem for sure. No one ever gives you a facial when you're an esthetician.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. You had a lot of animals. So it was five dogs. All dogs what three were they?
0: Do- three dogs and two cats. Wild.
1: That's a lot. That's a lot of.
0: Yeah.
1: Animals that might not love each other in one home. But, but that, they and
0: got along.
1: And yeah, they got along. That's a lot. Two cats was... and three dogs. Sounds like a movie.
0: <laughs> exactly, it was.
1: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I like that one. That was a good one. Okay, last question for you: Is favorite new product this week?
0: Ooh, so my obviously, favorite
1: a favorite product is a hard question to ask an esthetician. However, you're playing around a lot right now. I know you are because I know what you're doing all day. And you are doing a lot of playing and researching. And so what this week, that's why I said this week, give you a little break, is like your new favorite thing, whether that's back bar or regular, doesn't matter. What is something that you're just really feeling this particular product right now? Um,
0: I will say this one, just because I've been using it a lot recently and I'm currently going through a uh, peel. Hmm but I will say the revitalizing super serum by dermadality I oh. really like it
1: nice what do you like about it
0: it is so silky like velvety on the skin it gives you like that nice cuz I use it at night when I'm doing my nighttime routine and it just gives you like that smooth like texture brightness to the skin and I'm like I love it I love the way it feels I lo- on my fingers on my skin so yeah I am-
1: that and you just did what did you just do from dermidality on your skin that i can't even see right now by the way you did a fabulous job can't see it um i
0: did um i did actually the derma the pro clinical peel but
1: oh that's right duh yes 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 the one that they gave us Mm -hmm. whatever um when we were doing the training yeah nice Nice, nice, nice. And you liked it so far? And you still decided so yes. yesterday?
0: So My skin feels tight, but like a good kind of tight, you know, just like very yeah.
1: snatched. Yeah. Very snatched. It, yeah. snatched. it looks snatched. It look quite glowy on camera. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, those were my five questions. Those were very
0: good. I don't know Thank if I you. can top that, but I. Oh,
1: there's nothing good. to top. Just-
0: <laughs> okay, so I know you have several. Several small businesses, but what is your favorite thing about being a small business owner?
1: Um, what's my favorite thing? That's a loaded question. I would say things change. It depends on the moment. I would say, and it depends on the business. I would say Mm -hmm. clients are always like my inspiration. So that's the thing that never changes. I don't like ever get like annoyed or like frustrated with that, especially at this stage of our careers, like me and you and just, we're at this point where like, we know hundred percent, as long as everyone follows everything, they're gonna get a result. Like, it's not like we're like learning that part of the world anymore. So I'm very confident in skin and ingredients and what we do. And so that part, I feel like there's no negative part of it because I'm not learning the skin necessarily in that way anymore. Right. Um, so clients are always going to be my inspiration, but I think like for XF teaching classes has just been the cool. It's been the coolest experience of my life. I feel like it changed everything for me because working at Adara is very different, um, and it's very different now than it was for the last few years, anyways. But it's just it's just different, and teaching the classes was so fun. Just I did not think I was going to have that much fun. I just thought, Hey, you got to do it. It's important to do it. But um, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it so much. Yeah. I had no idea that teaching to hundreds and hundreds of people was going to be something I enjoyed. Um, and so I really, I've really enjoyed that. So it depends on the business. Um, but I think clients are always going to be, and I look at estheticians as clients now too, right? Like, yeah. So rewarding. Um, helping them with their business, with skin, and all of that. So I don't know. It's kind of like a hard question because yeah, I could answer the like opposite of that. Like, what do you hate? Like, so much faster. <laughs> I like a list of things I don't like. But things I like, it's like, I've, it depends on the day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> I figured that you would have said that. That's why I didn't ask you what you don't like. I want to know your favorite things. <laughs>
1: try to be nice and think of something positive like oh shit, I don't know exactly. take
0: a <laughs> exactly. so that's been fun for me too like getting to know new clients here since I've been in DC like getting to know like where people like you said like nobody's from here really like where yes. they from for a job and what do they do and their family lives and that kind of thing that part is super, super it's
1: fun. fun it's fun having yeah. a new like crew That's what I felt Mm -hmm. like at the shows for the first time, because like like I said, estheticians are like my clients now, and I need to find a better word, because I feel like I keep saying that, and I'm never very clear, but that's what I've experienced. Like, the vibe is different. Like, my communication is just different, because Mm -hmm. I'm speaking to a different human being. Like, you're speaking to a different human being than the same human, and that in itself is just exciting. It's like thrilling, you know, because it's new, and it's different. Not that we're not thrilled by everybody we know. We love you all so much. (laughs) Don't take that the wrong way but it is like liberating and exciting um, to just talk to a whole new group of people and also the whole point is especially with what you're doing like you're changing their life so you have such a big impact on their life and their professional career because if they right. can be confident then they are much better in business which you
0: watch and it's very cool to see that mm-hmm. absolutely okay so my next question is what is your favorite thing about having a med spa specifically?
1: we oh god, so many positive questions. Of course, I, the Houston
0: uh, girl asking me all the positive questions. Um, well, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's my favorite thing about owning a med spa? I would say doing the services, but let me tell you, I never do them, and every single time I buy something expensive, I get pregnant, which is annoying. So I never get to do anything. Like, I bought the laser, I got pregnant microchilling I got pregnant, like all these and things so it ain't that um, you know what I really do have like an addiction to like buying stuff for people and just buying stuff in general but mostly for other people because mm-hmm. I'm pretty like I wear the same like I, if I could I would just wear sweats all day like or a robe like we discussed oh, I do. Right. my goal is to wear a robe every day like Hugh Hefner that's my goal I would like to be known for like the girl in a, in a robe a nice uh-huh. one not, not a yeah. nasty one like his Like a really sexy casual one, right? Very comfy, cozy. Um, But hold on, your question is about being positive. (laughs) About okay, you can go off on it. Oh, because I like—I really like buying stuff. I feel like I'm a really good gift giver. Even Mm -hmm. when I forget people's birthdays, I can (laughs) think of something like that. I really like that. this has nothing to do with the med part but I guess it depends on what I'm buying them but I have access to be able to buy more things than I could before like the nurses were asking me about product they're like I can get a discount on product right I was like I'd rather you not buy it and just keep using product so you can stay up to date so clients know like that was really important to me when I was in the industry I was given a lot of stuff like 2008 was a great year because the economy didn't actually crash totally yet in 2008, in the beginning. And people were giving away stuff like crazy and education was free in our industry. And I got so much free stuff and I was always using stuff. And that really helped me. And just having the ability to give things like that or buy stuff, like I feel like that, I just like buying stuff for people. So I feel like that's like something I really enjoy that I can do. And if I didn't have Adara, I could not give as much as I could I'm just able to because it's a business you know it's a for-profit right. business so there's cash coming in and I put it right back out into the world
0: exactly <laughs> so I,
1: that, that for because sure. um, everyone should have that I mean damn if we're all working at a med spa we should have the luxury of doing all the services and you know using all the product and just like yeah. being the ultimate like it girl for skin like we gotta know so yeah I would say that
0: and that first-hand knowledge is everything. Exactly. Like, it's so much easier to talk about things and recommend them if you've used them on yourself. Exactly. 100%. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So how do you feel like... We kind of already touched on this a little bit, so we, we kind of answered it. But my question was, how do you balance work, being a wife, a mom, and traveling? Not well.
1: Um, definitely not well. <laughs> Never well. So... yeah instagram's fake uh like i don't like i try to be real in a podcast or like when the conversation comes up in a class for sure super real but um instagram's fake like you can't like cry on a real every day like that's not real life um i'm also too too busy to cry i don't cry often anymore um rarely ever because i'm too tired to cry i don't (laughs) sleep um (laughs) I don't think, well, I think the team matters. When I have a good team, I can focus on working smarter, not harder. Um, okay. And so I wouldn't say I do it well, and I don't really have tips, except to just never give up is always my tip. Like that's my my motto of how I function through life is that there is a fire and a problem. I'm like, okay, like when someone comes at me, they're like, we have this problem, this fire. I'm like, okay, well, these are the solutions. So pick one and let's move on. Like another fire another day so is the life you know so I think that is something I'm good at is like fires I'm great at like love to put out multiple a day not an issue for me and I think that's important is to just like never stop and don't give up and then what did the power just go off (laughs) no that was my little (laughs) wait who didn't pay the electric bill Julie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god I was like wait I thought I thought it cut off
0: <laughs> that was sorry guys awesome. for those who are I was like wait what happened the
1: power went off I forgot to pay the electric <laughs>
0: bill
1: I'm just kidding it's on reoccurring payment um so I forgot what I was saying um I don't think I'm good at juggling but I say I will say I'm good at never giving up and always just like dealing with the fires as they come and don't get overwhelmed. I've had a few small business owners these last few weeks that have cried a lot that are very overwhelmed with the situations they put themselves in. Um, and I noticed that's something I'm good. At, I've noticed it with Taylor too. Cause he'll get stressed about something. I'm like, like COVID happened. I was like, not phased. No, yeah. like didn't stress for a second. The stress yeah. came with what came COVID for sure. Yeah. But my reaction wasn't like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm like, Mm -hmm. not a problem. Like you just, what are we going to do? You're going to sell online. You're going to keep talking to your client. You know, you're just, for me, it's just like plan B, C, D, E, F, G. I always make that joke to small business owner, like all the letters, you need to have a backup plan for all the letters. Like every letter (laughs) needs its own backup plan, not just two, you need 26. Um, So I would say I'm good at that. And I'm definitely the mom thing is where I fall probably the hardest. I'm definitely not. That's not my strong suit. I am better at, at business. My businesses are always taken care of better. So I would like in 2024, I was going over this with Taylor. My goal is to work smarter and not harder in 2024, try to cut back in the areas, which I will announce what that means later. Um, but I am cutting back in certain areas of my life so I can dedicate more time to the businesses that do matter. Um, and hopefully that means eventually uh, I can have a better work-life balance. But um, currently, I don't have tips for that because I'm not very good at it. So, <laughs> uh, Work, though, I can tell you how to work too much. <laughs> right. So this is my very vague answer.
0: <laughs> Just being so honest. The, the, the answer was, you don't know. You're <laughs> yeah. still working. I'm still hard.
1: to be determined. Catch me yes. in 2024 when me yes. and Jess and Brittany and Anna and Brenna and Aisha are killing it, and I'll let you know.
0: <laughs> Heard that. Thank you for your honesty. Yes. Okay. So, um, not counting anything you've already told me, but give me something that I must see, do, or eat in DC. But it can't be something you've already said.
1: Uh, well, okay. Uh, okay. I have all the things. <laughs> all the, <laughs> like this question, I love. I love to answer this question because I feel like I've done a lot of things in D.C. Because we did not have kids there for the majority of the time we lived there. And I went to all the places and did all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, uh, okay. The wharf. Is great for dinner, and they have those like swinging swings that are super cute on the water. Great for dinner, um, especially like there's a Spanish restaurant. Ask Brittany; they have flaming cheese. I mean, flaming cotton candy. Me and Brittany go out of our way to find like the restaurants that have really fancy dessert, or maybe I make her go out of the way to find a dessert. <laughs> um, so that they have like the bet, like fancy, fancy. Not in the sense of like dressing necessarily, just like the food is just incredible, inexpensive. Okay. But that's always a good place to go because there's also a lot to see there. Uh-huh. Um, I you always have to go to the to the uh, W Hotel and go to the rooftop lounge because you can see the White House like backyard and have a drink there. That's like a staple must happen. Across the street from that is the oldest bar in the United States. You have to go there. That's where all the presidents ate. Um, uh-huh. To drink, ate. got wasted. Um, started warm. <laughs> I don't know what's the name of it. Um, the ah, Google. I was gonna be out. Uh, Old Ebbitt. Old Ebbitt Grill. Old Ebbitt Grill. Okay. And then is I feel pressure right now. I mean, the best stuff. Anytime there, <laughs> this is I take this. Anytime time no there pressure. is uh, like a march or something going on, always go. Just like go if you can go. Try to go. I went to so many things. Even if it was something I didn't believe in, like I would just like be a part of it and be there and be around it. Even if it meant like go to the W Hotel and have a drink and watch it happen. Um, I just mm-hmm. did so many things like that because you're a part of history and it's so freaking cool to be there during all those things. Like I saw the Pope when he was there. I got up at freaking 2 a.m. to go see the Pope um Mm -hmm. like I did all the things if I could obviously but luckily there's a million things so you're always it's gonna happen like at some point you're gonna be a part of some major monumental like moment in history um and that's the coolest part about being in DC because you're a part of every major like the inauguration like it doesn't matter like everything you're always there like doesn't matter if you like them just go to everything be around there Um, because the energy in the city during any political season or even maybe not a season, but a political movement doesn't even matter. Just go and be present because the energy is so cool. Even just to like people watch and just to know what's going on and to see the people that are there. It's just, I feel like everyone in DC truly loves each other, all parties. Like they just, it's so different than how DC is portrayed online, um mm-hmm. and on TV, like the actual people, like everyone has their moments, obviously. You'll like talk to people in the treatment room, it's all different. They're gonna tell you what they think. But at like the bars, everyone just like loves like being different and they celebrate that. And it's not usually right. like it's not usually toxic. It's usually fun and positive because it's just some cool piece of history that you're all there witnessing together and then you go to the bar after. It's like what you do. Right. <laughs> you go to a major event in history and then you go to the old Edith's Grill
0: yeah <laughs> <I> <laughs> like love our founding
1: it. fathers would <laughs> I love it so hopefully that was helpful I have a million more so you know keep texting no, me I'll I, think I, you
0: there. have been like you have been a wealth of information I still have a running list which I even had in Houston and I didn't even make it through my list <laughs> in Houston after being there for 13 years I'm like I just know this is going to take me forever but <laughs>
1: Um, it'll take forever because you're also in a like, small place. Like yeah. Houston was freaking huge. So mm. like you can get to Maryland and Delaware and New York and Jersey and like Philly and like all these places. And then Virginia is like so green and lush and different. Like you got a lot going on in within hours. So that this is just next door, the little two-mile version of D.C. Like there's just so much to see.
0: Yeah. It is. It is. But I mean, I'm excited uh, to <laughs> Floor. Yes. Okay, my last question. Mm -hmm. If money and time were no object, what would you like to do to give back to your community, either your SD community or otherwise?
1: Sorry, it slightly cut out on me. You said if money and time
0: what? If money and time were no object, what would you Mm -hmm. like to do to give back to your community? It can be your SD community, or it can be like the community you live in, or...
1: Um, I have always, my goal is always for X formulations specifically because I'm able to like reach more people that need me. Um, I feel like I give plenty to like Adara clients. Like I'm, Oh, I'm into a special love it. And mm-hmm. I'll do it. Like I've had, I had a client recently where she did not have much money and I'm like, I'll always make it work. I make it work. I'll figure it out. Cause I'd rather you just get a result. So I feel like I do that with clients and that's the beauty of being able to have like clientele is you can make those exceptions here and there depending on where your business is at and this person mm-hmm. and how much they've supported you and blah blah blah. Um, but for the asset community, my goals are much bigger. And so every year I've always said I want to give back like a certain amount more every year. And so I would really like one day to have like the actual like gift like financial gift like a true like just cash gift um, an investment in their business um, to be. Excuse me. You just interrupted our podcast. Did you see that even with it? A buzzed out background. Okay, those aren't listening. My husband interrupted our podcast. So, my goal would be I'm not going to let it go. (laughs) My goal would be to um, do something bigger beyond like product, beyond, you know, uh, devices, like cash, like. A lot of cash would be nice to help really invest in people's businesses. So right now, it's definitely my time is what I'm doing. I'm like, here, this is how you run your business. Um, And Mm -hmm. I barely charge for it considering how much work it is. Um, But I would really like to be able to be more of a staple for like, here is some funding for your business. That would be great. Um, And not a business deal. Just pure a gift, you know, Mm -hmm. what you would tell the tax people, a gift not right not <laughs> something else uh not alone a gift like a true gift I really would like that because my goal has always been since COVID I've been like steady fast about my goals for our industry um I wrote an article in l and online in 2000 and like 20 or 19 like right when COVID happened and we were in the middle of COVID and I had mm-hmm. to write an article for them and that was like one of the questions like what are you going to do for your community like what are things that you want to see and my goal has always been like, I would really like to give back more and more. So like the better I do, obviously the more I can give. And I would like to be at that place where we can help small businesses survive because after COVID, I was like, wow, our industry is already very small. It's really important we survive. And a lot of us didn't after COVID. And I would really like to make sure I make the difference. And I think sometimes because school didn't teach you how to market and run your business and do taxes and do all this stuff, You end up having people that are really talented not stay in business for reasons that are kind of unfair because no one taught you that part in school and you didn't have money or resources to go find people that could help you. Um, So that would be definitely a goal at some point when we start to do well, like really helping people um, expand their businesses, launch their businesses, whatever, whatever they need, you know, whatever that may be.
0: Yeah, I love
1: that. Yeah, so to be determined, whenever me and Aisha kill it, we'll keep you posted.
0: (laughs) We will keep you posted. (laughs) Until
1: until then, I mean, we always do some cool giveaways. Christmas, we'll do one. We do a lot. Like it's not nothing, but one day I'd like it to be like super monumental. But I have noticed that each year we've gone, we've done, we've given more away than we did the year before in the holiday season, like November, Mm -hmm. December. Xf gives a lot back to the community. um it's just relative for us like I'm not circadia I can't give you like ten thousand dollars but I've seen some solos get like you know a thousand here or like a thousand in product and then a 500 in cash or whatever and that made a big difference but Mm -hmm. I really like it to be substantial in the future and really watch somebody like see what they got with that you know so that would be the goal for sure
0: well, I believe that's gonna happen because you are like just a very generous person by nature, and I feel like giving your time is is just as just as good as money. Um, but yeah. I understand what you mean, but I can definitely see that happening for you and us and XF in the future. That we'll be able to make a huge difference like that for somebody's business. That's what. I think-
1: clients you know it's like seeing clients when you get to see them finally feel confident and just have a whole different perspective on life because their skin is you know uh managed I'm not gonna say clear managed um I feel like it's that same feeling that I get when I'm with uh Estes um because you're making an impact on their livelihood and their families and everything because it's all encompassing so obviously you know your everyone's work whether you own the business or not is like how you survive so If you can be successful, um, then that means everything. And I'd like everyone's life to be successful and make money and get good results. And so, yeah, I feel like we can definitely do that. I feel like we have a good team now to make this happen. Um, so it's not just me. It takes, it takes a village. There's no way we, you know, XF could do that without everybody. So check me and I shout at the trade shows
0: 2024. (laughs) Yes.
1: All right. Well, thank you guys for joining uh, today's podcast. We are going to stay consistent. She has promised me she's going to join me on more podcasts, aka she's forcing me to get my shit together and stay more consistent for you guys. So you guys can all thank her for this. And I'll definitely put some guests on. I have a lot of estheticians that love doing podcasts, so we can all do it together, which would be fun. And people like Tony from Dermodality have talked about doing it with me. I know um, Jimmy and me have talked about it from ProSell, So. We can have a lot of fun guests too and kind of um, switch it up. But thank you for joining me. Thank you for making me do it because I really do love doing these. It's fun. It's and fun. I hope you guys learn something. And make sure you follow Aisha at what?
0: Instagram, the Adara Aisha. I have. No, my page is the same. Is that my handle? Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. I was trying to remember too. Um, there's too many Instagram handles. Yes. Yeah. And I'll tag her when you guys see this on Instagram. Yeah. Make sure you follow her. Make sure you follow um XF, XF Skincare. XF Skincare by Julie is my personal one. Uh, if you guys ever have questions or need help with your skin or need help with your business, you can always DM me. I'm pretty good about my DMs, I feel like. Um, and stay tuned because we got some good podcasts coming up and a lot of changes in 2024, which we will keep you guys posted on. And there is a new neck biocellulose mask and new spot treatments that you're gonna get soon Aisha you will get them today to you new toys I'm excited I just did the neck yesterday I have a giraffe neck and it is so it's just life-changing so Anyone who has like a certain area that they were cutting up their mask before, no longer will you have to do that. You got a spot treatment and the neck one is great. um, Obviously for fine lines, wrinkles. And then of course, if you did a treatment on your neck, it's great there too. Um, It's so nice. So comfy. doesn't fall off. I feel like it's, I just love biocellulose. I could, I could have a whole body sheet one day um, and just live (laughs) in it. That's the goal. A whole body sheet. (laughs) We'll all do, right do that it's event. your day off NIV. you need to go you have all, so much homework to do in regards to dc you have a lot of museums you need to hit up a lot of restaurants you need to hit up so you have a good rest of your day thank you for joining me thank you everybody for listening and we will see you next time thank you. bye bye hear me on
0: here yeah i just unmuted okay. you
1: Audio is so still processing, we can find it such. Okay, it's just uploading. Um, And I will turn this off. Do, 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 do. Thank you to all my skin friends out there who are listening. Do not forget to subscribe and don't forget your sunscreen.